Welcome to Every Believer Confident, hosted by Dr. Mark Farnham, where we explore in seven minutes or less how to effectively share and defend your faith. This is apologetics for the average Christian, with ideas and practical principles that can help you this week as you engage unbelievers with the good news of the gospel. Let's go get some confidence. Welcome back to the Every Believer Confident Podcast. This is Dr. Mark Farnham, founder and director of Apologetics for the Church, a local church training ministry where in the course of one weekend, the average Christian can gain confidence and skill to share and defend his or her faith. Today we continue talking from Romans 1 about exchanges the unbeliever makes in their heart and mind in order to continue to resist the truth of God. Last time we talked about the fact that unbelievers exchange the glory of the immortal God for images of mortal man and birds and animals and creeping things, as Romans one twenty three says. In this episode, we want to talk about the second exchange that takes place in the heart of the unbeliever. Romans one twenty four says, Therefore God gave them up in the lusts of their hearts to impurity and to the dishonoring of their bodies among themselves, because they exchanged the truth about God for a lie and worshipped and served the creature rather than the creator who is blessed forever. Amen. So the second exchange that takes place is that unbelievers trade the truth for a lie. Even though they know the truth, unbelievers, apart from the work of the Holy Spirit, do not want to accept the truth of God. To accept the existence of the Christian God that is already clearly known is to acknowledge several distasteful truths for the unbeliever. First, to accept the existence of God is to accept his authority over creation. This means that the unbeliever must acknowledge that God is the rightful sovereign, not human beings. It also means that the unbeliever is accountable to this authoritative God. He must give account for his actions. Also, to accept the existence of God means that the unbeliever is guilty before God. This is something no one naturally wants to admit. And as a result, some people simply deny that they've sinned in any way or that they are guilty before God. One of my skeptic friends denies that there is such a thing as right and wrong. And I think, how convenient, if there's no right and wrong, then you can never feel guilty about anything. But I do know this, he cannot escape that sense of guilt before the God that he denies. This exchange of the truth for a lie lies at the heart of those who can accept lies they know to be untrue. The definition of self-deception is affirming something to be true that you know unconsciously is not true, or denying something to be true that you know unconsciously or subconsciously is true. So when a person rejects the Christian God for another religion or for non-belief in any deity, he accepts what he knows to be a lie, according to Romans 1. Sometimes believing a lie is easier psychologically than facing the truth. Sometimes when parents are told that their child has died, perhaps in a car accident, they respond by saying, no, that can't be true. It can't be. I just spoke to them on the phone. They just left the house. That is, they deny what they know to be true because the truth is so awful to consider. In the case of unbelief, however, the exchange of the truth for a lie is not rooted in grief, but in rebellion. The unbeliever will literally accept anything other than the Christian God. This is one reason why there are so many religions in the world. Each is a variety of the human heart saying, I will believe anything but the truth of who God is. 
The ultimate expression of this foolish rebellion is denying God altogether. As Psalm 15.1 says, The fool has said in his heart, there is no God. However, atheists, agnostics, and skeptics don't escape belief and worship by denying God. They simply worship other less visible gods, reason, science, wealth, and more. As G.K. Chesterton, the British essayist, said, When men choose not to believe in God, they do not thereafter believe in nothing. They then become capable of believing in anything. While nonbelievers often regard Christians as irrational, their rejection of what is obviously true makes them truly the irrational ones. Think about people in our world today who deny the truth of the gospel. They often claim that there is no evidence for God, when in fact the Bible tells us that everything is evidence. Psalm 19.1, the heavens declares the glory of God. And yet the non-Christian will put his faith in anything other than the God who demands confession of guilt and turning to him in faith for salvation. This is the devious nature of unbelief. It blinds us and fools us and convinces us that believing a lie will make that lie to be true. So when you're talking to someone about the gospel, realize if they've rejected Christ, then they are seeking to live in a lie, and that cannot work. It might work as a strategy to get by in life, but that cannot reflect reality in who they are or how the world has been made. And we want to seek to show them the truth of Christ. I hope that this has helped you further to understand what's going on in the heart and mind of every unbeliever and that it better equips you to know how to reach them, to defend your faith, to share your faith boldly and confidently. For more information on how you can host a practical apologetics conference at your church or to listen to past episodes, please visit apologeticsforthechurch.org.